0: what's up? What's going on? It's Dice. Here's it AK Waterman. Right now, you're tuning into Activated Podcast from my brother, Ebo Let's get it.
1: What up, what up, what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast, your boy, Ebo Live and direct, of course. We're not in the studio today, as you can see, but we're in a very, very special place. And today on the podcast, as I'm going to tell you something. I've been doing this for a long time now, and today, yes. Number one, he's the biggest that ever came on my platform, and I appreciate him Thank for you that. Loud, brother. <laughs> the biggest. And I'm excited to actually get to know him. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of clues. And you, you, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. If you like Afrobeats at all, even at 5%, this guy, you should know him. I remember hearing his music before I knew who he was. <laughs> my first song, and I'm going to give you guys the clues, is Miracle. Your bodies are, you know, I mean, I, I can't sing like him, but you. You get the point that I'm trying to say. Um, He signed his first record deal at the age of, not the age, in 2013. 2013.
0: 2013,
1: first ever record deal. Yeah. Um, Migrated to Toronto at the age of 16, 14, 15.
0: Man, you did a lot of homework. I forgot all the (laughs) dates, man. (laughs) Listen, man.
1: (laughs) I got to set this up the proper way, you know what (laughs) I mean? Um, Because I was trying to figure out, because I've always thought like you were born and raised in, in, in Toronto did some research born and raised in Benin City yeah migrated to Toronto got into music um, then you left Toronto and went back to
0: to Nigeria to
1: Nigeria and get it popping where your music actually took off yeah but it was
0: it was Benin the country though not, not the city
1: oh Benin the been country the
0: country, yeah so
1: oh speak any french
0: yeah so i speak a little bit of french but oh yeah me
1: too i mange parler français je viens du niger
0: Oh, so, you, you speak proper French. I, th- I yeah. mean, I, I th- <laughs> yeah, when I was, yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. And yeah. I was like, I think at the time I was like eight years old. Yeah. I was in like elementary school. Okay. And we were schooling out there, me and all my cousins. And we were going to a school called Nigerian International School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I picked up a little bit of French. And
1: nice. Yeah. Well, if you don't know it yet, you've seen the video on YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, we got dice. Into the building. Thank you. you know what I mean, your little clappers. You know what I mean, sorry, you guys can't hear. This here. Um, honestly, I appreciate you for being here. I've been looking forward to have conversations with you. I think we got so much that we need to discuss. Yeah. Um, a lot of things going on. So, thank you for being here. For um, me, first thing I want to I want to kind of talk about, and I've seen this recently on your Instagram. Um, you know, getting your mom her own crib. Yeah. Uh, I got a little emotional. Reason why I, I like I got I like good feel stories. For whatever reason, in that moment, I felt like I could relate to you in a way because all we aspire to do is to give back to people, especially like our family, our mothers, um, fathers, whoever, you know, is showing you the most love. and You went from a child to like now you're the big dog and Mm -hmm. mom, I got you. Yeah. Talk to me, describe to me what that feeling was, Uh, even like starting to process like I'm going to get my mom. Her own crib. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just
0: growing up in in Africa, growing up in Nigeria, like, um, you know, I saw my mom sacrifice a lot for us. Mm. You know, coming up and just like going through the struggles of, you know, just even being in that society. Yeah, you know, um, and she gave a lot. She gave a lot up. She, I, I saw her sell her clothes. I saw yeah. her sell her jewelry. Yeah, you know, um, to send us to school. A lot of stuff happened back in the day, and. It was always like a thing for me where it's like, you know, I got to pay it back. You know, I got to show her mm-hmm. that, you know, we got her. And, um, and that was one of the first things that um, I thought that we had to secure, yeah, you know, um, secure. outside of, you know, even getting personal stuff. Like, it's like, that's one of the main things that you got to really do as a man, you know, is to give love back to, you know, the roots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I thought it was emotional for me, you know, yeah. just seeing her being really happy. Yeah. And that's one thing that I always want to do. Every time that I have a hit record out, you know, the joy that she gets from that, you know, just guess keeps me going. Mm. So that's pretty much where I get a lot of my inspiration from. Just mm. seeing that my mom, you know, is happy about what I'm doing and she feels proud of me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I-, I thought we for sure was gonna see a video of you crying.
0: Nah, I don't. Yeah, cry.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You hold you. you, you so yeah, how do you I'm deal up. with your? I mean, again, I, I think for me it's a little bit different. Where like. I saw that and then I felt something, and and that was the connection. I was like, "Yo, I would definitely love to talk to him a little bit more." Yeah. Because, like you said, it's like, you know, being in a position to finally to give back to our, to our parents in in a real meaningful way. Yeah. I think that like everybody aspires to to do that, and yeah. I, seeing you doing that, I was like, "Damn, that's that that's gotta probably feel better than putting out a hit." Would you say? Like, what what would you compare that to? Like that feeling from, from doing yeah, that for your mom. Yeah, it definitely
0: feel better than putting out a hit yeah. because it's more personal. It's like, yeah. she can feel that more. That's hers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to when she shares my joy from having a hit record, yeah. you know, she could feel that for her. Yeah, And it was an amazing feeling for
1: me. Speaking of hit record, yeah. you've given us a few. Yeah, You've given yeah, us a few. I was going through, just even going back to listen to some of your old music, I started yeah. to get um, a different feeling. The person that introduced me to your music, shout out to DJ Magic Flow um, yeah. in the city. That's he was rough. the one that was putting you in his mixtape early on. I'm talking, I might butcher this, but like 2014, 15. Yeah. Um, and going back to us, I was like, yo, that's been out here giving us some some major hit. Uh-huh. Let's even go back to you signed your record deal. There's some research you signed to Chocolate City. Yeah. Um in twenty thirteen. No, so I
0: think I signed Chocolate City in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So I, I had gone back to Nigeria mm-hmm. in twenty thirteen. Um I was just getting into the Afrobeat scene. Like yeah. I was first off just rapping. Um, you know, I was going to York University at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when I went back, we had the song called Yemisi. Mm-hmm. It was just like pushing it and trying to just like familiarize with the industry. Yeah. And when we got out there, you know, I got to meet with um M I and mm-hmm you know, the CEO of Chocolate City. Dope. You know, they heard the stuff that we had and they were just like amazed. Yeah. How we're able to like, you know, blend rap and Afro Beats at the time. Mm. Um, you know, it was the first of its kind. Um and they just wanted to work. And so we signed in twenty fourteen and um
1: yeah. Went it, from there. It went from there. Um, Chocolate City, I the I know that they're like I don't know what to compare to here, but they had Iyanya at the time he he signed to Chocolate City.
0: Now, I think Iyanya was um was a different label. Iyanya was um. It was in Chocolate City. Was Triple MG. So Chocolate City had like, Ice Prince, Mi, Victoria, okay, and yeah, okay. Jesse Jags.
1: Heavy hitters. Yeah. What What does that feel like to to be in the building with with, like again now you're a big deal for sure. But at the time being like yo I'm signed to the same record label as Prince or some of these Ice Prince. Like <clears> what yeah. does that What does that feel? what did i feel like to you
0: i mean like at the time it was just like it was just like confirmation for me that i was doing something right, right. you know like um i'm a big fan of my own music mm-hmm. and so um you know when i got in that situation it just made sense why i was a big fan of my own music yeah. and um it made sense that you know everybody else could see you know what i saw as far as like the prospects of dice as a brand mm-hmm. and so like you know, um, I was really excited. You know, like I'd be around Mi, Ice Prince had Ole Cool. You know, it was mm-hmm. buzzing crazy at the yeah. time. Um, you know, it was a, it was a definitely an amazing feeling. You did know? you
1: ever get to like work with them and like maybe even try yeah, to, to was, build record or yeah, things we, like we did that. a
0: couple of records. Like me, me and Mi had a song called Your Father. Okay, that came out. Uh, me and Ice Prince had something on his mm-hmm. album. Yeah, we chilled a lot and, and did a lot of work together, for mm-hmm. sure and. and um, outside of that, we also like spend a lot of time hanging as a family, you know. So we, I learned a lot of stuff from just even being around them and seeing how they move yeah. in the game, cause you know they were they had been there long long before I came, mm-hmm. you know. Cause me, I was out here just like rapping, yeah, you know saying so. With them, I was able to really understand a lot as far as like how the game goes in mm-hmm. Nigeria,
1: yeah, yeah. Now I got a little bit more context. Uh, obviously, when you go to Nigeria, or even when you're trying to um, crossover <clears throat> or transition to Afrobeat. It's a lot more melodic yeah. thing and stuff like that, but I could only imagine that like your ability to rap has definitely helped you, especially when it comes to, to writing to yeah. writing music that's yeah. not as condensed as uh, rapping would.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, the transitioning was, it was pretty seamless. Like, you know, like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I didn't even know that I was capable of doing as yeah. far as, like, even singing, like mm-hmm. I thought I was just a rapper, mm-hmm. you know. But on the first try of Afro Beast is when I got the deal, yeah. and that's when I knew that there was a lot more to me than just rapping. And you know, when I started to tap into like, like doing more melodies and stuff, you know, it just came. Yeah. It just felt like I was built for it, yeah. you know. Um, and if you listen to like, if you listen to like a lot of my music, like I'm still sort of like rapping in there, like mm-hmm. even like Oteh La and like lot Curry, like I'm sort of like sing talking.
1: Yeah, a, a, so. a is one of my favorite tracks yeah thank
0: you, you know
1: and, and you know what's crazy is that i've been listening to the song and it just clicked like yo <laughs> that's dice's song <laughs> and the reason why i'm even saying that and i was just having a conversation again big shout out to ayo i was like yo dice don't really get the energy that he deserves to the full extent yeah. Right. And I want you to give me a perspective because even me, sometimes I get frustrated with certain things. Like, yo, I'm a better interviewer than this dude. Mm. Fuckers, like, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like people sleep on you? And do you? Can you give me a perspective as to why you think that is?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I definitely feel like um, I don't get the the energy that I deserve. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it goes very unspoken the 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 contribution that I've done to Afrobeat. Yeah. Um. I feel like when I came into the industry, um, I brought a whole new wave that has created a whole new generation of Afrobeat artists today. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like I see my influences in a lot of newer artists. Um. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'm definitely a big fan of what they're doing and how they've been able to like, you know, twist it into something new. But I feel like I don't necessarily get the credit for that. Yeah. As much. Um. You know. Um. I don't know why that is. You know, but it might have been you know the fact that i was dealing with like label issues at the time yeah. you know and i had to sort of like take some time off and just restructure mm-hmm. and sometimes the quiet you know gets taken for granted <laughs> you know what i'm saying you so know
1: i was and i was going to tell you i think i have a theory right and and again i think that like and i tell people this all the time what you don't address gets left unsaid yeah and then now, the more you don't know, address it, because again, in the industry, we know the behind the scenes, we know it's a lot more complex. And I, I even remember, I go, there's a gap in Dice's journey. Right. There was the hits, and at some point you faded, no, sorry, not faded, you took some time away and faded away from music, and our writer was like, he's probably having issues with, with the contracting and, and the business, because I understand what that what that feels like. Yeah. Are you able to tell us a little bit what was going on? Were you restricted on putting out music? You weren't allowed to. Did you have to pay out the first deal? Was it a bad situation? Can you give us a little bit more insight as to why you needed to restructure the whole? Yeah, label in, situation? The, in the in the
0: first label situation, like you know, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of expectations that we had gone into the deal with mm. that weren't necessarily um, met. And this know? was with Chocolate City, and and it was with Chocolate City. Okay. It's like we was in there um, still being very independent you know, in the confines of a label. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that we was having to figure out on our own. Um, and just the entire business arrangement just didn't make sense in, in, in a situation where you're being independent within a label. Um, yeah. It just didn't make sense. It a lot of things sense. just didn't add up. And, um, you know, it just took a toll on me at some point. And, you know, it got to a point where I really just had to, you know, just following the expiration of the deal, I just had to take time and like just restructure
1: yeah
0: you know just the way forward and and you know how to just come back stronger mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and um you know with that whole situation i've learned a lot about the business mm-hmm. um i've learned a lot about you know even myself as a man you know what i'm saying and um you know as as, for, as much as you know i wouldn't like to say that i regret certain things yeah. um you know some 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 bad things happen for good reasons sometimes yeah. and yeah. and i feel like we you know, I'm I'm in this journey for a reason. Because ever since I came, you know, even till now, even when I'm quiet, I still see how I hugely influence the game, yeah. you know, from from the way everybody's singing now. Like, I go on the radio and I hear, like, at least five artists that sound like Dice. That sound
1: like you. Um, and they can't connect it back to Dice. And, yeah, and that's it, the it's frustrating a, it's part. A, it's
0: a frustrating thing because, like, a lot of the newer fans, because now we're, like, a whole new generation. That's, that's where it's true. like, there's a, that's a new Gen Z community yeah. that where little kids when when um you know tether was bumping yeah, yeah. um and are just getting into the music scene yeah and they cannot connect it to where it came from. Yeah. And it's also frustrating because like, you know, the industry also um doesn't help to to put the word out. Mm-hmm. So it feel like I gotta carry the weight on my own shoulder to to put out my own word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is.
1: And you know and, and this is and this is what you know, these kind of even conversation is important. And I remember just thinking like, "Yo," and I was having a conversation with the manager when she hit me up like, "Yo, we Dice is from here." When I mean "from here," you spend a lot of time in Toronto. I mean, you're from here. yeah. We should have a connection to him. And I think that like these are great because you you get to tell your story in your own way. It's not censored, um, and then people are able to connect with you directly. Because I think that like a lot of people don't understand how. Difficult. It means businesses. You know, yeah. it's something that you probably love doing and then you ended up making money or, or now it became your thing. But eighty percent of it, I'm sure it's it's tied into the business. How do we roll out? How do we put this out and, and the effect that yeah. uh, you're able to have. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate thank that. You. Cause even me, I was like, yo, I need I need to find out like what what was going on in between.
0: Yeah, I feel like even with the Toronto thing you just mentioned, I feel like I put on for I put on for the city a lot more than I get um I get love back from the city. Like I feel like in Nigeria every time every time we talk about dice, you know, what comes to, to mind is Toronto. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind is Canada. And ever since I came, there hasn't been another artist that did that. Yeah. You know, for the culture. Um, but I I don't feel like I get that back. You know, even when I'm not every time I'm in a city, I feel like I gotta remind people that. And it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing to deal with. It's yeah. like, I put on for the city too much. Like, yeah. y'all got to, you know, really show come me, out and show and me, show me some, much
1: love. Show me some love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are, are you planning on doing, like, any shows anytime soon in, in, in this, in, like, I'm even thinking, like, a Welcome Back Dice showcase yeah, um, show?
0: Yeah, we we're planning that. But I'm supposed to be in the UK. So I'm starting my tour okay. in the UK in August. So um, we're, we're most likely going to do something out here before I leave.
1: Uh, let's get into the project. Yeah. Ladies first. EP. Five songs. Just dropped. Six. Six? Yeah. I'm messing up today. Six. <laughs> Sorry, six. Yeah. Um.
0: I was
1: listening to it. It it. It kind of gave me a... And I'm not even gonna throw it out there because I don't want to be a comparison to whatever, but yo, sonically, that that's a great project. You know what I mean? Like if you listen to it, like, oh, he saying some stuff, the surprise from me. And we was having a conversation offline in terms of like, can you tell what my favorite song was?
0: Yeah. Um, um I think your favorite song is probably Left Side.
1: Really? Sounds good, but it wasn't Left Side. Oh yeah? My favorite song with with Katie was Rosalia. That's Aaliyah? my favorite song. You know what I mean, yeah. and and even when I see two artists that speaks even like two different languages, yeah, are able to make something sonically mesh, that's talent. Because a lot of people can't can't even they can't even play around in those kind. Of, <laughs> <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Can't yeah. even play in those kind of songs. Uh, more recently, um, and maybe you know the song. Um, Ade Kunle did a song with a French artist called Taiki, Dodo Remix. Yeah, I
0: I'll, I'll let you
1: listen to it afterward, but. This guy's pure French in Adi Nigeria. And the way that I came together, it reminded me of that. Mm. Um so I'm super impressed. Tell me, how did y'all even link up yeah. to, to make that song and, and, and get it to where it is? Um,
0: yeah, so 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 Rosalia, we we recorded it like two years ago. Mm. Crazy enough. Um Wow. Before that, we had worked on a song called Hostel Piso. I was out in Madrid like like three years ago, I think. Shooting a video okay. with Katie Kane for that song,
1: okay.
0: um, and just you know, just being in 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 Spain, like I just really fell in love with the culture yeah. and with the sound, and I just always knew that I wanted to make something that reminded me that sort of just preserved the memories of of Madrid and yeah. and Spain, and um, that's pretty much what it was about. And so you know, when we shot that video, you know, when I was working on the tape, I told him, man, we got to do something. We got to do one for my tape as well. Yeah. And and when I when I did Rosalia, I just knew was it, you know, so I sent him sent him the song, he did his verse. Yeah. And then Rosalia got on the outro. You know, if you, you listen to the end of the song, there's a there's a female talking on there, so you know. Um Rosalia got on there and, and also did her did her own thing. And yeah. so um, you know, that's that's as Spanish as it can get.
1: No, that was dope. That was that was a real dope record. Yeah. And then going through again the track list, you didn't do many features. So yeah. I I knew that for you to even do feature, it got to feel special. You're not just doing yeah. feature because, you know, you just want people on on, uh, on yeah. your track and so on. Um, then the other one was with Tiwa. With Tiwa. Uh, Hold Me. Yeah. Um, Tiwa was also in Toronto, and i seen that you made a special guest appearance on the, yeah, on the show. on her show, yeah, that was great. Um, talk to me about that relationship. How did you even you know, link up started doing music to the point that you guys are collaborating to, to the extent. Like walk me through
0: Yeah. Um so my, my first encounter, my first encounter with Tiwa was um, you know, when I put out Oteta, you know, she was showing a lot of love. You know, she would post it and tag me in the videos and um, you know, we meet at concerts and, and you know, the relationships just started to beat off from there. Um when she was working on the Celia album, mm-hmm. um, we worked on something together. It was me, her and Steph London. Um, oh, that's dope. Yeah. So we Steph, worked Steph
1: in... is 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 my favorite. Oh yeah. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it. That... So if you ever talk to Steph yeah. like, you know, there's a guy called Mr. Activated. just saying hi. I'm just yeah. saying hi. Shout out to Steph.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, shout out Steph. Um, so we worked on that song called Bombay for Twa's album. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And um, you know, when when I was working on my tape as well, um, you know, I did that song in Atlanta and I just felt like I needed a female perspective to what I was singing about, and mm-hmm. I thought TUI would be the best one for it. So, yeah. you know, and we just made it happen.
1: Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Shout out to you for that. And mm-hmm. um, making an appearance at the Toronto show was also great
0: Yeah, as we, well. we shot the video already, though, for Homie. That's coming out when, when, in a when? little bit. Maybe, Maybe. in August.
1: August. going to be out. Yeah. Dope no project altogether. Thank you. Um, now, an EP, is that a setup for an album? Because I went through and I was like, you actually never drop a full. Yeah album. Was that was that the game plan behind you dropping Ladies First EP?
0: Yeah, The Ladies First was yeah, definitely like a sequel to the album. Yeah. Um I felt like I just needed to keep the fans up to date, you know, with certain things that I've been up to as far as like my inter- my relationship and interactions with certain women mm-hmm. in my life and that was pretty much what the tape was about. So I was just touching upon like um you know from from love to betrayal to sex to you know just Anything that I've been up to. Yeah. It's like a up-to-date thing. And, yeah. and then just get the people ready for the main album.
1: Um, anything would you like for people to know? Uh, what do you want them to have a takeaway from this EP? Is the album going to be a little bit expanded version of that? Or you're taking a whole different route when the album comes.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm taking a different route when the album comes. Oh shit. Okay. Um um yeah, the EP I didn't, I didn't was that. <laughs> Yeah. The EP was more personal. It was yeah. more it's like just bringing my fans into my personal life um because a, a lot of times like, you know, they really just get to see me for an artist, mm-hmm. you know, and and they don't necessarily see me as a human being yeah. as, you know, somebody that feels the same thing that they feel. And I wanted them to take that away from the album, you know, with the artwork too it's just like me just staring at them, and it's as simple as it gets. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's my handwriting. You know, so that everyone yeah, everyone it, yeah. has like a like a a digital copy yeah. of um of of, a, of Dice's handwriting. Yeah, every fan that cares. Um, so it was more personal on on the EP. So every every story on there is like real. Um, but on the album, we're taking a different route, and it's more aggressive on the album.
1: Is, is Dice got a special lady in his? <laughs> life right now or because <laughs> i'm sure they're gonna wonder like okay like what's was, i mean yeah
0: they're they're a special ladies in my life yeah the special ladies in my life Special
1: ladies. Okay. yeah okay right. i want to be like dice when i grow up <laughs> <laughs> um honestly i appreciate you pulling up um, Thanks for having and, me, and, brother. and honestly us chopping it up and getting to know you in a little bit um and hopefully as you know new album come out we could have you come back and and walk us through that a bit. Yeah, uh, thanks for, sure. for sharing. Cause I do feel like you you are guarded in, in a way. Um,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm more like a, I like to be my, my own world and, mm-hmm. and just create, you know, I'm not really like, I'm not really into social media.
1: No, yeah, you're you not. Know, I'm
0: not. And a lot of people confuse that for me being absent, Yeah. you know? So like, yeah. And and I like to every time that I that I do these interviews and stuff, I like to tell the fans and everybody watching. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm not on social media, like I'm creating for you. Like I'm yeah. not really, um, I'm not really into like posting every time. You know, like I'm, I'm more of an introvert. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, you know, um, I just like to make music, and I like to speak to the people through the music.
1: You want the music to speak for who? Yeah. who you are. Yeah. Honestly, I've gotten to know you, and I, and, and like I said, I think that people will appreciate. You know, getting to know you a little bit better, like, and again, I, I know that social media can feel intrusive. People just want to know about your life, but it's yeah. like, I love when you're able to s- separate like what you do from who you are, because sometimes that that could definitely uh, yeah. drive us a little bit crazy and things sure. like that. Um a- Any last thing you want the people to know? um Any upcoming? You're saying you're dropping a video with tiwa in august potentially potentially in uh, August. And so. anything else should we be looking out for from now to the next yeah the tour the tour um i
0: just posted that you know on my way here okay um i just announced the uk tour okay i'm gonna be announcing the dates and then um
1: how long are you in the uk for like um for a month how many days is you, is you you gonna be doing out there
0: yeah so i need them to confirm the dates okay. first um and then i'll put that out yeah but um yeah man i just i'm just excited to be here you know um uh, Sharing music again, you know, it's a blessing. It's a gift. A lot of people don't get this opportunity, Facts. you know, to be able to express themselves. And um, I'm happy that that I'm blessed with this talent and blessed with people that are willing to listen to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, you know, we're back here in Toronto, um, spreading love as we always do. And I urge that my fans, you know, show that love back. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's a it's an amazing future that I see for Afrobeat. I'm also excited with what's going on because yeah. at the time that we was we was playing Afrobeats out here um, in Toronto. It wasn't as big as this. You oh, know, was, I remember we was we we'll would go to like we we'll play the music for white people yeah. and play the music for people that were in African. And, yeah. and you know, we did that so proudly. And, and I'm excited to see that that's become like a norm now. Yeah. You know, um, Afro
1: is pop culture now. Like yeah, Afro is almost. pop culture.
0: You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's an amazing feeling that I also contributed something to that. Um, and you know, I'm here to do a lot more. Yeah. You know, so shout out to everybody that you know keep
1: repping. Dice wants y'all to know that he needs credit, okay? Like he he did this Ooh. shit. He <laughs> ran because some of y'all can walk or walks, so some of y'all. No, can I mean, run.
0: nah. We can't take away from from um, everybody. But
1: Dice, you talk your, uh,
0: talk your shit. No, no, for sure. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, before I came, there's yeah. definitely like artists like Wiz. Yeah. There's, there's artists like DeVito. this there's, yeah. there's um there's this Burna Boy. Before that, there was Da yeah. There was yeah. Two Face. Yeah. You know, before that, there was there was Fela. There was you know. Um and a lot of artists have done a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, to the culture. Um, so am not that's not to take credit from that, but facts, yeah. I just feel like you know, we've done a lot of stuff and it needs to be spoken about a lot facts. more.
1: Facts. We appreciate you always. Um, as you know, you can follow him. Um I don't need to tell you you know, you look up Dice on Instagram. If you don't, if you can't find Dice on Instagram, it's, you know something going on with you. You need to fix that. <laughs> your your network is down, like the Rogers situation we had a couple of days ago. Uh, but again, thanks again for pulling up, thanks brother. I appreciate you, brother. that. And then looking forward to, um, you know, building this relationship and having you back on the platform. Sure, for sure. Um, for that, appreciate that. So for everybody else, thank you again for tuning in. This is the activated podcast, and Dice has officially been activated. Thank That's you, not, brother.